Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Victoria Benyon, and the founder of the Victoria Benyon Podcast Booking Agency. And you're listening to The Best Guest, the podcast for business owners, creatives, and entrepreneurs who want to harness the power of podcasts to grow their platforms and increase their visibility. We're here to support you on your journey, bringing you actionable tips with each episode. Now, let's begin. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Best Guest. So today I want to talk about something a little bit different. I would like to talk to you about running a business and all that that entails when you're a mum. So what made me want to cover this was a little while ago, I was working with a coach and really good, absolutely no criticism of him here, but I was working on some slides for a presentation and he was explaining his own process and he suggested that I dedicated eight hours, just sat down straight through like working on these slides, working on the presentation, get it done, boom, boom, boom. And I'm sure that's great advice. And I don't know what your life is like, but mine just, I don't know when I get would get eight hours straight. And I had an immediate stress response really, because that just isn't my life. That's not what my day looks like. When my children are at school in term time, at that point, I would have been leaving the house just after eight in the morning, driving my daughter to her school, then driving across to my son's school. I wouldn't be home before maybe 9.30 in the morning. Then I would have a good solid chunk and I'd be leaving the house again at 2.45, which is nowhere near eight hours. And that's really on a good day. What's focused my mind even further in the last couple of months is that one of my children's been really struggling at school and is now just going part-time and so my day is broken up into even smaller chunks I take my daughter to school just after eight and then I can be home by quarter to nine but I have to take my son in for 10 30 and pick him up again at one come home and pick my daughter up for about 3 30 So it's really focused my mind on how you make the best of the time. How do you run a business still when you don't have nine to five, a real traditional routine? So I thought it might be useful to share some tips, things that are working for me. My first piece of advice would would be to look at the sections that you think you have available. Because as a mum, Not everything always goes to plan, but certainly do your best. Work out what time you think you have available for the week. So when this kicked off, I started doing an hour before I would get my daughter up and take her to school. So I already had one hour. And that hour is always one of my favorite hours, six till seven, because it's the most peaceful. Nobody's up, nobody's bothering me, nobody needs anything. So there's that one hour. It can be really hard when you're trying to work on your business. You've got client work, you've got marketing tasks to do, and you've got all these things that you need to work on, But and your time is just taken up in different ways. So what I do when I've looked at the sections available in the day is I think about which tasks are going to require the most brain power. 
Now, my focus is always the best in the morning. I don't know about you, but try to match your hardest task to the slot when your brain power is the strongest and when there's no interruptions. So you can probably guess from what I hinted at earlier that first thing in the morning is going to be good for me. Or maybe even that hour when I've come back from taking my daughter, the hour and a bit, and I have to go again to take my son. So they would be good sections for me to do something that really requires focus. And another thing, eat the frog, you know, the saying eat the frog. So it can be a good idea to think about what's hardest and do that first. However, if it's something like a project that's going to take eight hours, it's just going to have to be done in smaller bits. And I know that that's not ideal with focus, breaking the focus and all the research about how long it takes you to get back into something. But sometimes we just don't have that luxury, do we? What I do if I've got a long task like the slides, when I had to do the slides, I just looked at the sections I had in the day. And just assigned an hour here, an hour there, another two hours until I hit the eight hours. Now, there's a place where I have gone wrong with this. And I don't know if this is familiar to you, but it's overscheduling, absolutely timetabling every spare bit of time. And then that way you don't allow for anything else that comes up, anything that takes you a bit longer. There was no capacity for that. Um, a phone call with a client that needs something or of course, your child needing picking up from school early, anything like that. So I had no leeway the way I used to schedule my day. Now what I try to do is give myself a good buffer. I don't timetable every one of those sections. And that's actually much better mentally. If nothing fills your time, then you can always work a bit longer on those slides or you can put something in. But in my experience, things always come up that take the time. And if I hadn't allowed that buffer, I'd just be feeling so stressed that today's list was going to be moved onto tomorrow. And then my list for Wednesday would just be getting huger and huger. So absolutely don't overschedule, work in a buffer. Another thing that I discovered quite recently, which has been so helpful when I've had just these shorter sessions, is the focus sessions that you can do in Microsoft. There's the little clock and you can set it for a period of time. And I've really fallen in love with these. For example, I don't want to be distracted. I'll just set the timer for an hour and get to work. You get this little timer in the corner of your screen so you can see how you're doing. The do not disturb will turn on and all the apps in your taskbar won't be flashing at you and distracting you. I think it's really important when you've got a lot of pressures on your time not to burn the candle at both ends. We have clients in America. So what I do is I schedule two nights a week where I'm available for calls. And if I can't get to bed early, I will not start the day at six if I've got calls in the evening. It's so important to look after yourself. If your schedule is going to pop because of your circumstances, I just want to urge you not to feel defeated. It can feel really hard at times, but you can still do it. So don't drive yourself into the ground. You need to build in some time for yourself. And I know I can say that, but it's not something I'm always really good at. But if you don't, you can turn into a crabby mess. And that's just hard for everybody to be around you. So it's important to remember why you got into business for yourself in the first place. Don't be the worst boss that you've ever worked for. Make sure that you're a nice boss. Something Grant Cardone shared in his book really resonated with me, perhaps not in the way Grant intended. I'm not sure, but he said we have 168 hours available every week. 
So when I'm really, really stressed and perhaps everything is going to pop, my work schedule is out the window, I haven't achieved anything I need to achieve. I remind myself of that. Can I do a little bit of work later? I'd say when my children have gone to bed, but that's not really how it works in our household. So if it's just not going to work, can I get up early the next day? Will tomorrow be smoother? Will I be able to get more hours in? And I think about it that way. The 168 hours that we have to choose from. It doesn't all have to be in that nine to five section. And I'm not a fan of cutting out all your pleasures on an ongoing basis. We all see the advice from gurus about if you just give up TV, you could get so much more work done. But what fun is that? If you are a mum and you are running a business, you do need some downtime. You have nothing left to give if you're not looking after yourself. Somebody once said to me, think of it as a business life sway. One day your family may need you more, but the next day, maybe you can put more time into your business. It sways. And with all that said, in episode 58, Chris Ward talked to us about the importance of outsourcing and building a team. If you outsource tasks or have a team member in your business, when things are going wrong, there's nothing like having that backup. Somebody who you can perhaps offload some extra tasks to, to make sure deadlines are met. I've certainly had to do this in the last couple of months. I've asked team members to take on more client work or help with marketing tasks. And that way your business keeps ticking along. Your clients don't even notice that you're gone. So I'd really encourage you to do the same as soon as you can. And if podcast interviews are something that's on your hit list, but again, you're not sure when you would have the time to research, pitch and book the shows when you're already so stretched, but perhaps you could manage to show up for half an hour to an hour, twice a month or even weekly, then that's something you can outsource too. If that's something that we do, if you're interested, you can learn more about that on www.victoriabenion.com. I hope that some of these tips have been useful. If they have, I'd love to know. Let me know what works for you. And I look forward to talking to you again next week. Visit www.victoriabenyon.com to book a free podcast guesting strategy session with one of our team. Using the information you provide when you book, we'll get to know you and your business better so you get the most value from your strategy call. You will come away from this 30-minute session with huge value. We'll share our top tips for being a podcast guest and up to five suggestions of perfect fit podcasts you can approach. Thank you so much for listening to the Best Guest Podcast today. I'll talk to you again in the next episode.